This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here in studio with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? Recording live. Um, very exciting. I'm happy to be back. It's um, great. It's interesting. Like we closed the office for a little bit. Things were getting a little weird. Yeah. Now we're open again. I'm not really sure if things are still weird or not. Well, it's like a weird, you know what I mean? Right we now, are. well, right now we're in the zone of the pandemic where everyone is holding on to what makes them feel as comfortable as possible. They're going, you know, there, there's, I, I was at a show the other night and it, it, it's like everyone's doing the thing where they go, can you believe oh, that place was so busy while they're in a busy place? Right. Like you're not allowed to say that like, I'm kind of doing my own thing. You know, because there's someone can always like out morality you. They can be, oh, can you believe people are going out? And then everyone goes, yeah, I can't believe it. As they're like in a crowded basement having, you know, drinking and stuff. And it's like, this is tough. It's, it's, it's socially, it's always, a lot of this has been social stuff. A lot of this is admitting that you're just an okay person. You're not a savior. You're not a, you're not the devil. It's somewhere in between. Yeah. And I think it's just like, we're all doing the best we can with the information that we have and with our own circumstances. It's very like, it's also just like everything's, it just feels like everything's always kind of like changing a little bit and we're all just kind of like doing the best we can. Well, I think that's this podcast. This is the doing the best we can podcast. And it's like, Listen, I, if someone told me this is how I'm doing things, I would go, good for you. And then if another person was like, this is how I'm doing things, I'd be like, good for you. And I think that's like, to me, that's the way to live your life. Like, I can see why someone is more, I mean, I, you and I, we're in the lucky position, especially let's look at COVID wise, right. where we have jobs. We don't have like very elderly people in our lives. We don't have very young people people in our lives. So you go, well, obviously our mindset's different than maybe the next person. You just have to allow for that. And the thing is, we are coming out. I live in the land of positivity. We are coming out of the winter months. We're starting to move through February. We're hitting that. The saddest day of the year is only a week away and we're almost there. So we're almost at February 21st. Once we're past February 21st, it gets happier from there. That's pretty much, yeah, it's the low point, you know. That's the low point of the year. (laughs) There's no lower point than February 21st of the year. That is the saddest, most horrible, horrific day of the year. And from that day forward, the light shines on us all. So we're almost there. We're almost there. I'm excited for us as a collective of a collective nation to, to move on from that, that terrible, terrible day. And I, mean, yeah. I was going to reference that in our first email, but um, <laughs> we'll get to that. But what do you, what do you have going on? What are your, what are your shows I, coming I'm up? I'm doing shows. I got to tell you the reason I speak confidently about this kind of feeling that like most people are just kind of like, eh, you know, trying to say the right thing and not be an evil person. Is Cause I'm doing these shows. I'm out there. I meet these yeah. people. I'm in all parts of the country and everyone that I see. And listen, that might be because you see it all. I see it all. Right. But I, I go everywhere and you, you realize people are less extreme than maybe the, the internet world would make us believe. So 
And the shows have been amazing right now. I'm in Miami, Florida tonight. If you're listening on the 16th, I'm there tonight. And then I'm going to be in Hartford. San Francisco, people love San Francisco. Can't wait to come to San Francisco. So, um, and then I'm going to be Denver. We added Nashville, Newark, New Jersey, Columbus, uh, Dayton. I, I, I mean, all over the place. So go to just to jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Also Salt Lake City, Utah. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for the tickies. Assemble the group chat, get them together. And also, um, you guys... As you've heard on our last episode, we have a phone number where you can call us, say the things that you really want to say to someone else, but instead say them to us, and we will also interpret what the, what you're saying, give you some advice. Um, give us a call at 212-589-8903. It'll be in the description of the episode. Mm-hmm. And this isn't something new we're trying. Don't abuse it. Yeah, um, say, <laughs> use it, don't abuse it. Save it in your phone. You save it as the UUP hotline, or I'm sure we have a different name now. As you guys have, our very creative listenership has probably come up with better names, the butt dial, whatever you yes. want to call it. I, I mean, last time we suggested saving it as a, a person that you call when you're drunk. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, but we don't want you to, you know, we don't want you get calling like, I am, we got to actually understand you. Yeah. I mean, I've had, it's funny, I've had in my phone, I've had, Someone in my phone is don't call, like, don't answer. He is bad for you, which is like probably the most like, you know what I mean? Like girl, like, you know, cliched thing that I've ever, that you could ever do. But it actually, it didn't help at all. I still texted him, but I have had someone in my phone as that. This could be that for you. Yeah. Mine. That's how I renamed the Domino's app (laughs) on my phone. (laughs) Don't call him. He is bad for you. He's bad for you. I, well, it's funny to me. I laugh at that because it's like that guy's just out there living a normal life. Like right. that guy's just like, do, 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 do. Oh, yo, I love, uh, what are you guys doing? Are you watching the football game? And there's a woman lo- right, saving him. As, Don't call him ever. And he's like, oh, I'm just a fine dude. Like he has right. no idea. But he holds a lot of power. Tons of power. Yeah, has no of- idea. That could be us. We could hold the power. So we, just, you know, call give us, us instead. the power. Yeah. 212-589-8903. Call in. Just, you know. And, and some people, they're like, I'm not a writer. Well, now you get yeah. to, you know, there you can you talk. So be part of the podcast um, with your real voice. And you could be part of the podcast with uh, your um, sweatshirt use because oh, the yeah. UR podcast sweatshirt is a hit. We've got the crew on shopbetches.com. Check it out. Be one of us. Jared and I will be wearing it all winter, That's maybe right. into the spring. Who knows? We'll yeah. see what the temperature is like. That's right. Um, join us. Join in the us. UR crew. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about staying positive um, after dating after the and during the worst uh, day of the year, time of the <laughs> February year. February 21st. <laughs> For those that don't know, Jordana went on a long rant a year ago almost today. We're recording the, the February 21st episode and yeah. I was like, isn't today just the worst day? Like it really can't get worse than this, than this day. And it is my birthday. <laughs> Not knowing it was his birthday. <laughs> so now it is celebrated on this podcast as the worst day of the year. Yes. And so I guess, but I would agree. No, <laughs> no sunlight. It's cold. Wherever you are, it's worse than it is in May, June, July, August, September, October. You know, those are happier months for dating, so to speak. Yes. I would say um, 
it's just, February is because it's like, again, you've been in the winter long enough mm-hmm. that it's starting to get old. The, the little yeah. snowfall is not so cute. Yeah, not, not so fun on Instagram stories anymore. Yeah, but we live in the land of the positive. So That's right. So only good things to come. I totally agree. And I I think there's a way to make winter fun for dating. I do I do think there is. Do you have an idea? I got like a bunch of ideas. I, I think like, you know, the idea, like I, there is something nice about being curled up in the corner of a bar with the steamy windows. And, that's true. And having a drink on a night that's a little bit cold and... You're with someone that you're getting to know. Like, you can have a fun date. It's just harder to get to that date. That's the, it's harder to leave the couch. It's harder to get showered. It's harder to get to the workout, to the gym and feel good about yourself. So, you, you know, in the summertime, it's like, oh, Monday, I'm, I'm getting healthy and I'm going to feel good and I'm going to be no drink tonight. And then Tuesday, you're like, okay, I'm feeling good. I'm having my healthy dinner and I'm meal prepping. And then Wednesday, you're like, let's go. I'm feeling great. And I'm going to go out tomorrow and I'm on the apps and I met someone. In the winter, it just doesn't happen like that. Right. I guess the thing with the apps, even even worse though than than like okay, I got to get to the gym. Like I don't want really want to leave my bed. Is the apps hold? You're just not sure what you're gonna get. Mm. You go to the gym, you know what you're gonna get, and you're like, if I, I'm making the decision, I have all the information, and I know what it's gonna be like when I get there. With the apps, it's like okay, I'm gonna go on this date, and it's either gonna, like it could be great, mm-hmm. it could also be a complete waste of my time mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about it that way. <laughs> it's an all or nothing no, that's what I'm yeah. saying it's like a little bit more like it's like uh, higher risk higher reward yeah I guess because you're putting on I mean I've watched women put on coats before it takes like seven hours and <laughs> so if you're like putting on the coat the you layers, put the bag on the yeah. layers I get it I just think it's I think what you're saying is correct it's it's just a t- it's you're extra judgy of the app people, I think, at this point. Right. It just adds another, like, another thing you have to do to get there. Yeah. But sometimes it's totally worth it. And I agree. There's, it, there is something super romantic about being you're in, a bar, in a warm bar when it's, you know, it's cold outside. It's, you know, you, there's not a ton of other stuff going on. I, I think also we don't trust ourselves in the winter. I think okay. that's a part of it. Winter We're, goggles? Winter goggles. Yeah, winter loneliness. You're okay. like, maybe this person is great because I haven't really talked to that many people. Right. You know, like, it's just like, oh, I'm here with I mean, someone. That's, that's the idea behind cuffing season, right? Right. But yeah. even cuffing season, at least there are options. Cuffing season's more towards like, like this is, to me, this is, we've got, we're like, in the dead of winter. So it's like, this is like body pillow season. Okay. You know, like. <laughs> this is warm body season. Yeah. Like I it. need someone who will just. Let me lay my head on them, you know, when I'm having a tough day. Just you know? gotta get through the winter. <laughs> Just get me through. This is hibernation season, and you didn't collect enough acorns to get you through. What's it like to date in like Miami where this just doesn't exist and every day is a fairy tale of you know, <laughs> 73 degrees? Well, I, I'm sure the Miami people will send us emails to let us know that it sucks there too. You know, like w- what we've learned, I think, from doing this podcast and doing it live across the country is like there's no place everyone thinks they're the worst city to date in yeah. yes and also yeah no one is like you gotta come to charleston south carolina all Clean the best up. guys are here <laughs> yeah. you know like no one ever says that and here's the other thing that people that we kind of forget 60 degrees in miami is miserable to them right they're not getting off the couch <laughs> yeah. there it's all <laughs> so. all relative
If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do the email. All right. So, hey, Jane J, huge fan of the pod. Hearing your advice for other people has been so helpful, and I'd love to get your thoughts on my issue. Let's get into it. In the spring and summer, I am energized, ready to go out and have fun. But in the winter, that is just not me. As soon as the temperature drops below freezing, I want to bury myself in bed and stay in. I find that I get irritable and annoyed more easily, and I'm honestly not the best friend slash family member slash overall version of myself. This makes the idea of dating in the winter super challenging. In the past, I've waited until spring to put myself back out there. But as I get older, I worry more about wasting time. For context, I'm 31. And I want to be proactive in my life. Since this is an annual thing, I also worry that I'm engaging in a bit of false advertising, selling the brightest version of myself in the summer. When I know that come winter, I'll be back to hibernation <laughs> mode. It's like, she's like Fiona from Shrek. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> You're right. I'm selling a princess when I'm really a horrible ogre. I know you are a therapist, so I don't expect you to cure my winter blues, but I'd love some perspective on how to navigate dating when I'm not feeling my best. So what do you think? Should I just give into my instincts and hibernate till spring? Or is there a way to get myself out of my winter funk? Sincerely, a bitch who is basically a bear. <laughs> I like this email. Um, I Here's what I would say. This is advice I'm trying to give to myself. Okay. Okay. And, and this is a very, this is kind of how I live and I'm trying to be better at it. And I think this person, I don't think extremes get you anywhere. Like I'm trying to live my life less extreme. Okay. I'm trying to live like, I'd like to have two drinks on a Tuesday and a drink on a Saturday and that be it. Okay. I don't want to do, and just kind of what we were talking about before the Monday through Thursday, being the picture of health and then Thursday through Sunday being this Eating animal, you, want, you know, right? like yeah. I'm trying and this is something I'm, I, cause I think it's aging me. Like, I think like, it's like taking me, it's making me less of a, of a good worker, person, friend, family member. Like I think, and when I read this email, I'm like, yeah, you, you're living in such extremes that I think it makes your winters harder. And, right. you know, like, it's like when someone's like, I had the perfect first date. No, you had a date that went well and was okay. You know, like, let's see what the next one is, you know? And I think for this person, I think it's, um, they got to start, I think you got to try. I, I think there's effort involved. Right. Um, I've noticed about myself when I don't shave, 
I'm just a lazier person. When You're I don't showing up as the best version of yourself. Right. right. And then I dig into it. I go even deeper. You kind of like fall into the pillow fort blanket, you know, into the blankets of your couch and never come out of them. Yeah. I think there's just like, these are subtle things. It's like making the bed. When someone says, yeah, make the bed and you'll be a better bed. And you roll your eyes at them. And it's like, go fuck yourself. I'll do whatever the fuck I want with my bed. But it's like, I do think like when I, I have really realized when I shave, I am a better version of me. Right. And it's like, maybe for this person, and here's the suggestion. Okay. I think- Shave your the, legs. Sorry. Shave your legs. <laughs> get, That's her advice. Get those hair monsters together. No. I, what I would say to her is maybe she should get dressed up to go on the apps. Might change your mentality. Like to, like while she's swiping. Instead of swiping, let's make a swipe date with the swiping. Right. Like I'm, I'm trying to think out the box. Listen, these okay. ideas are extreme ideas. You might people might be listening, going, "What the fuck? Why would I do that?" Try it. Yeah, try it. Take a shower. <laughs> get, get, uh, listen, I'm talking right to get you. Get the fuck it. up. Okay. <laughs> Take a shower. Do your hair nice. You know, as nice right. as you can. Have do. your routine. Okay. Do your routine that you're going out. Then sit at the kitchen table, glass of wine, have one that gets you a little bit sauce. Not sauce, but like gets you a little bit, bu- you know, get get to a buzz, have a glass of water in front of you, swipe like that. Okay. Make a date to swipe. Because I think what happens in the winter, and I know this about myself, these things bleed into each other. And I think you're on the couch and you're looking at the TV and then you're opening Twitter and then you open Instagram and then all of a sudden you're on the, the dating apps and you're like, swipe, 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 match, no match, match, no match, back to Twitter, back to the TV, back to texting your friend, back. It's all a mess. It's all bleeding into each other. And this is the same thing as not shaving. I'm not shaving. Now I'm not eating right. Now I'm not going to the gym. And now I'm in sweat and I'm, I'm dressed, you know, in a, a seven you up sweatshirts on top of each other. And I'm just, and it's a week later. I'm like, what have I been doing for a week? And right. I think if the, if you added structure to, and I think the winter time is when you're not busy. You're not going to the friend catch up and you're not, not doing- something every week, every day. Yeah. yeah, there's no happy hour for work. There's no outdoor hang. So maybe structuring your swipes is a good idea. I like that. Anything that gets you more like feeling like your best self when you're doing it, because that's yes. when you're going to do it better. Um, I think that's, and that's a great comparison, I think too, when you're saying to, you know, making your bed or getting, or like put, you know, I'm even for, you know, anything you're working from home, right? So mm-hmm. you're not every day kind of like, it can get like that too, where everything to gets a little boring. It gets a little stale. Um, and another thing I would suggest would be also like, I don't think maybe it's okay. I don't think you, you one, I think everyone's a better version of themselves in those summer months. I don't totally think, I wouldn't agree. say like, oh, I'm selling something that's inaccurate. Like everyone looks a little better when they're tan and mm-hmm. they're like, they're, you know, they're not freezing and they're, that's fine. Everyone's on the same playing field. You're not some like weird gremlin that <laughs> is different than everyone else. And like, you know what I mean? You're going to turn into a frog at midnight. So know that because I think maybe yeah. that can get in your head. And then also I think it's okay to say, yeah, I go I go out a little bit more. And like you said, in my, like not everything is like this terrible or amazing thing. Like mm. it's okay to say, yeah, I, I, I'm a little more, uh, I go on more dates in the summer than I do in winter because like it just, you know, I, I get more excited to go on them. But that doesn't mean you have to go on no dates in the winter. You could say, okay, like, yeah, I, I like my bed. I like being home a little bit more in the winter, but... 
you know, on th- I, w- I really want to go on dates once a week. I want to go on one date a week and that'll be my time. I'll get dressed up. I'll mm-hmm. have my wine. I'll get ready and I'll feel like I'm like going out into the world. And also that's almost like now I'll kind of know this is like my time. This is my time out during the week and it'll, I'll get excited about it. Maybe it's, and that doesn't have to be person dependent. Yeah. This is about you. Just go, hey, Thursday night I'm going on a date with me or with someone else. Yeah. And, and I do think, you know, this whole like planning it, putting it in the calendar, it's almost, and it's not defeating as long as you go, it's it could exciting. be anyone. It's yeah. exciting. I'm going to be dressed up on Thursday. I'm going to this great. And yeah. you know, I, every, I know a lot of women have this where they have a list of places they've, they're waiting to go to. They're waiting. I know, listen, there's, who's coming with? Who's yeah. coming with? And every woman has that list. Totally. In their phone of the restaurant they want to go to. And, they're almost so hard on themselves. The women that I know in my life that do this, they're like, once I got a boyfriend, these are the places I'm going to go. Don't go. wait. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Go. The boyfriend's there waiting. The The experience is there waiting. So I think in the wintertime, you're just sitting staring at that list like, oh, I wish I could go to one of these restaurants. Go. Right. Go. Ask someone on a dating app. Ask a friend. Go. I mean, like there's a bunch of different ways to do it. And I think, again, I think doing something less makes you more excited to do it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 I think that's doing something less makes you more excited to do it. And I think like, that's we're something. We're here. Yeah. Many people, this is our first week of our office reopening. Yes. Everyone's here. Everyone's excited about it. <laughs> but the same is to be said about the dating apps. Yeah. I only I only swipe Tuesdays at 10 o'clock for my Thursdays at 10 o'clock. You know what I mean? Like if you did that, I think that makes it a more exciting thing instead of just flopping into it. Right. Like I, sometimes it just feels like you're just like because it's not intentional. Yeah, yeah. and and it and it, it takes the excitement out of it. It takes it t- it makes it feel like it's just happening. Like I, you know, I sometimes it just feels good to begin a task, do the task, right. finish the task, and almost think of it like I mean, like it, and then it's like every week it's like you're single again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like people, no one's more excited to get on the apps than someone who just broke up with someone sure. in, in a way that wasn't devastating for them. Um, once they're ready. Yeah. Once they're ready. I think it's kind of like, oh, let me like, this is like exciting. Like there's like the idea of it. Like Brave there's new world. Thousands of singles just at my fingertips. And like, I get to, you know, judge people and they can <laughs> judge me and it'll be like a kind of exciting. And I think that to do like in that, in that way that you just said word once a week, I do this. It's kind of like, it's like the wordle. I I haven't gotten into Wordle yet. I, I'm not I surprised. It doesn't seem like <laughs> no, it's not my it doesn't thing. seem like your thing. I was as soon as I said it, it's I was not, like, "There's no way he's played this." It's not for non-readers. <laughs> you have yeah. to know how to spell to oh. get on Wordle. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that Wordle hasn't crossed my. I didn't think that was going to be your. Uh, I'm more of a fan phenomenon. of Best Fiends, uh, a sponsor. <laughs> Sorry for us dummies. Uh, so, <laughs> but I, I, I have deleted all the apps. Okay. I'm deleted. Gone. Do you miss them? Um, I found myself with more time. Okay. And now, now that the fog has cleared from my brain, like in the beginning you start, like you go on your phone, you're like, uh, what do I do with all this phone time? And now I'm like off the phone more. And okay. What I noticed about the apps that wasn't making me feel great was that it was just on and on and on and nothing ever materialized. And I was just talking to people I wasn't really going to go out with and just having these 
nothing, you know, nothing was purposeful, as you said. Right. Intentional. Yeah. So deleting them feels good. And now, like, right now, you're like, it feels good that first week. And I'm like, maybe I'll get, you know, like, <laughs> you, know, like you do have that you thought. Get but back I'm, on. Yeah. I'm happier off of them. Um, but I do think if, if, I think it doesn't play to my strengths. My, my, I am doing things as they come. Plus you, you know, were out and about. Also. I'm out. Yeah. I have no reason. I don't think it's built for, I think in my, it, it is not for someone that I, I actually think if you leave the house on a regular basis and go meet up with friends, I don't, I don't think there's a reason yeah. for it. Well, this person says they're not leaving their house that much. So I think maybe it could, be, it could be good for them. You go, know what I mean? Go on a date with yourself in your own home, in the living room, get dressed. I, I really think they will find, and, and listen, this is a winter piece of advice. You don't need this in the summer. Not all advice right. is for all seasons. Yeah. And also like you could go out in the winter um, with a person and just bring a better, and I think it's better. It's like, like if you're going on four dates a week in the summer, but you're going on one date a week, week in the winter, you're bringing your A game to that yeah. one, one date. You're excited. You're ready to go. Summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? ready? Okay. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. I laughed at this one. <laughs> this is a great one. This is, a, yeah. this is ridiculous. Dear J&J, as an emergency nurse, I'd like to thank you for getting me through some tough dating and COVID times. Laughing is always the best medicine. I love that the medical community is thanking us. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome. For getting you through COVID, <laughs> healthcare professionals. <laughs> Here, been dragging you, <laughs> yeah, been dragging you guys along this whole pandemic. We want a Wednesdays at midnight. We want the loud banging noises for for all the podcasters out there. Who are you clapping for? <laughs> Putting their lives on the line. J and J, the vaccine? No, <laughs> different J and J. Here's an awkward sex story. I hope you get a kick out of. I've been dating my boyfriend long distance for about six months. For context, he was an OBGYN resident and I am an emergency department nurse, both in our early 30s. Being long distance, sexting each other was a regular occurrence when we'd get off from long shifts at our respective hospitals. 
This particular uh, steamy sexting sesh started as they usually did. I came home, showered off the COVID, poured myself a glass of wine, and settled into bed. Thumbs ready to go wild on my phone. It was around midnight, and he was on a 24-hour call shift at the hospital. But he said there wasn't much going on, and he had the chief call room all to himself. So he was down for a little sexy time. I gulped down my glass of wine, poured another, and we started to get at it. I had been on a typing spree when I noticed he hadn't added anything to the convo for a few minutes, which usually meant he was really hot and bothered, getting into what I'm typing. Emboldened, I poured another glass and went to fervently typing some of the most sexually explicit, salacious texts I'd ever crafted. Don't you, aren't you interested in what is being said? Yeah, she's, she definitely makes it out to steam like really depraved. Right? <laughs> and, and, cause I often get in this, like, if I'm ever sexting, I'm always like, I'm like rolling my eyes at myself. I'm like, Jared, who do you fuck think you fucking are? She you know, doubles, like, she's going to double down. Which yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I love this. I, I, I want to know what she's saying. That's so, she's like, she's really making it sound like, should we take people's sex in that they're proud of? Like, I don't want to like embarrass anybody, but like, I kind of like, I think it would help people. You know, it's like, it's like sharing how much you make. Right. You know, and they're like, we Help never everyone sh- know what's normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know, like we're going to, okay. So we're going to close the sexting gap. The yes. wage gap. Um, that's and, right. Yeah. You know, what, what a great thing to leave on our voicemail. Our betches. That's uh, right. Our you up hotline, which we about soon to be named. Um, so give us a, give it, leave your, leave give your, us a taste. Yeah. Yeah, let us know what's normal. Let us know what you're doing. You're most sexually depraved, as they described it here. 212-589-8903. Okay, let's get back to it. Oh, she wrote sexually explicit. You wrote depraved. I wrote depraved. Yeah. Well, she just keeps saying how like... A little intense. judgy. She just keeps saying how intensely. No, I'm, I, like, I'm like, what is there that's like beyond the normal level well, that's that what you I would imagine? That's I'm what happy I'm you were wondering this too because I'm sitting here going, what am I fucking I doing Sesame Street? I want to take your stethoscope and put it in my... <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Maybe. The more wine I have, the more filthy the sex became. She calls them filthy. That's where I got the Filthy. Yeah. No, I want to know. After another 50... No judgment also. We want to know. Yeah. We're closing the sexting gap. (laughs) After another 15 minutes of typing, I mean, sex take forever to type. I noticed he still hadn't texted me anything back. I stopped texting and was a little offended that I wasn't getting any response to the award-winning sex novel I was writing him. 30 minutes later, he called me and told me why he hadn't responded. He went on to explain that right after we started, he got called to do an emergency C-section. During surgery, the OR nurses usually hold on to his phone and pager for him to watch for any incoming calls or texts from physicians or nurses in the hospital in case he was needed for another emergency. The nurses are under instruction to read any text that come through. <laughs> The nurse monitoring his phone must not have been paying close attention to what she was reading. He said she read aloud about a paragraph of some some of the sexually explicit material aloud to the entire OR before anyone realized what was being said. Nurses, other physicians, the new parents, the new baby. <laughs> All got a good snippet of my romance novel. I love picture a mom in the middle of giving birth on the OR table while my boyfriend pulls the baby out with a room full of other staff while sexually depraved words. There, are, she said the depraved. depraved. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
are read aloud for all to hear. There I was thinking I had authored a new rival to Fifty Shades. Instead, my spicy words had helped to usher a new life into the world. I think this is fucking hilarious. This is great. Like, I just imagine, like, the woman on there, the, the, the nurse. On we got to know what they. I'm touching your hard member. <laughs> like, he's just like, Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure no parent wants the first words their child hears after birth to be about ex- sexually depraved. She keeps calling them. I want to know what, what they are. We need we to know. Yeah. yeah, call in a write in. Uh, but that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> Why didn't she turn into an agent? The mom and baby ended up being fine, by the way. Oh, thank God. I mean, what was it going to happen to them? Ah! They said, (laughs) I'm cupping the balls in my mouth. (laughs) After he told me this story, I was mortified. We made a rule to no longer sex while he was on call at the hospital. From then on, when I'd visit him, his co-residents and nurses would call me the sex nurse and ask if I had written the next great American novel yet. Anyway, it's been about almost it's been about almost years and we're now married. Wow. Wow. We're also expecting our first kid and no, he is not delivering our baby. Thanks for all you do. Keep doing the Lord's work out there. Sincerely, 50 Shades of Birth. This is a great one. Great one. Loved it. Great visual. I, I mean, the idea that they're reading these aloud. In the, yeah, in the room. The nurse. I'm stroking your cock. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining, like, like a 50-year-old woman nurse just reading it. Reading it. it. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? What would, uh, what, the, I mean. I mean, this guy, this guy's, this guy's fault. He's got to get a work phone. <laughs> it's his fault. He's got to get a work phone. I mean, you're on the same text well, on the yeah, same. That's fair. how dangerous is. And he's instructed the nurses to read any texts that come through. It is. I mean. Get a work phone. Well, That's why people have a work phone. Deliver the baby. And he's running in. <laughs> he's washing. He's scrubbing his arms. I don't know. I don't know what the rush is uh, when a baby comes in. I guess it must have been a rush. I mean, it sends an emergency C-section. So I guess it was a, a serious thing. I mean, glad the mom and baby are okay. They it was a peace hard for li- it's baby's first words going to be rock hard cock. Or something. <laughs> what a first word for that baby. Rock hard cock. They really, <laughs> what a, that's a baby Einstein. <laughs> Wasn't just rock. I, he had a whole sentence. It rhymes. Wow. The baby just spoke. What do you say? <laughs> Wet pussy. Baby. No. <laughs> no. Oh, we can't yeah. send him to kindergarten. This kid <laughs> got to keep him home for a few more years. What do you, you have any name ideas? I just called it the Grey's Anatomy because I felt like, you know, it, it's got anatomy in it and also that it happens on Grey's Anatomy. That kind of shit happens all the and time. And Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah, you, you know, that type of stuff. I had the intercom. Like, I just kept thinking of like... Like the person. It's a walkie talkie. I don't know. I just kept thinking like, it's got to go. You know, I thought of like one of those like teaching surgery rooms, you know, where they have the stands or maybe that's just something you see on TV. Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. I don't know. Grey's Anatomy, but it would just be like them over the, over the loudspeaker. That's why the other name I had was the loudspeaker. Just like. I could hear like the morning. Yeah. Like the announcements at school. I'm kissing the inside of your thigh. You know, like <laughs> just them saying it with no sexual nature just whatsoever. Reading, yeah, not reading it in a sexual voice at all. Um, Maddie had some good ones. Awkward for him. Doctor Love, Labor of Love, Sexty Nurse. I think that's a good. That's one. funny. That's I great. like that. 
Listen, a red flag deal breaker. I mean, there's no deal breaker in this. Like, yeah. I mean, it's an honest mistake. I can understand the mistake. Yeah, I would say. Well, it's weird that their rule was no, no longer sex while he's on call at the hospital. I think the rule should be get another phone. Personally, I'm just going to yeah. keep reiterating that. Well, also, if I'm the chief office, I don't understand why this was okay. There was a part of the email where they wrote. Um, the nurses usually hold onto the phone and pager for him to watch for any incoming calls or texts. No, no, no. This Before they got to that, it was around midnight and he was on a 24-hour call shift at the hospital. But he said there wasn't much going on and he had the chief call room all to himself. What's he going to do? Sort of whack it off in this room? <laughs> <laughs> like, Not the most professional. No. Yeah. This guy, he almost had a... You know, another issue Imagine, on his hand. Yeah, you got to have the, the boss has to come speak to him about not, you know, jerking off in the call room by yeah. himself. It's like not a, not the best look. <laughs> Dr. Frankel, <laughs> what are you doing? We got an emergency C-section. I'm sorry. I had an emergency myself. He's just whacking off in this guy's office. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows okay let's do another email yeah let's do another all right 
Hi, JJ. Love the pot. I had an interesting topic that I'm wanting your hot take on. I've been dating my current partner for a year and a half. Things are going really well, and it's truly the most honest and happy relationship I've been in. For context, we're both 30, and I've I've had two serious long-term relationships prior to this. Here's the thing. He doesn't have social media. It's too distracting for him, and he also has a little bit of a social anxiety, and social media doesn't help. But he insists on using my Instagram and Facebook accounts on my phone whenever he wants to get his Insta fix or find things on Facebook Marketplace. Facebook. <laughs> it's the one thing he can't live without. Um, he wants Facebook a used chair from for, for yeah. some, some stranger. <laughs> this pretty much happens every night and it's starting to bother me. It's not that I have anything to hide and he's definitely not the type to dig through messages or anything like that. But I personally feel that a phone is a private thing. I use my notes app a lot to write random thoughts I have throughout the day, poems or diary-like entries, LOL lame. No judgment. <laughs> None whatsoever, Dear but I... I notes app. <laughs> the boy uses my phone like a toy. Every night, I don't want to start a fight. That's a good That's one. Poetry. Wow, it was very off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do slam poetry. I'm also not the only one who Googles random weird shit that you don't necessarily want anyone to see. Guilty of that as well. Mm. God forbid the accidental porn I mean, tab left open. Porn tab on the phone? I don't know. Good for them. I uh, No, sorry to interrupt, but I was thinking like, you're, you know, weird Googles. Every Monday night I yell at The Bachelor and I'm Googling like, woman with you know like to find pictures, <laughs> to find pictures. <laughs> to, to like i mean i think the we dumbest all, shit yeah we all google some very weird shit of like, course we do i'll google every single thing i could think could possibly be a medical ailment and just like you know <laughs> very weird yeah uh, so god forbid the accidental porn tab left open also while there's nothing to hide in terms of messages between my best friends and i there are still private exchanges and they obviously pop up while he's on my phone I mentioned to him the other day that I think he should just get social media since he uses it all the time mm-hmm. and that I don't feel comfortable with him using my phone constantly. He got a tiny bit defensive and asked why I would feel weird about it if I didn't have anything to hide. He then also said I could use his phone anytime. <laughs> <laughs> what, to play snake? Like, why would, what she, the need fuck to, is on why phone? would she need to use his phone? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maddie didn't get the snake joke. She's too oh, young. Wow, that's embarrassing. I felt old us, when yeah. when Maddie didn't laugh at that joke. Like brick breaker. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I felt immediately old <laughs> when Maddie didn't even Maddie didn't even fucking blink when I said snake. On the old Nokia. Snake, yeah, on the Nokia. Wow, like, yeah. like every Sean knew you. Knew, I knew you knew. Obviously, yeah. I oh, I just just I should just retire. I think it's over for me. This and then he's is, like, "Why don't you go listen to your record player? Yeah, we'll discuss that later." Snake. <laughs> Want a DVD? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then he he then also said I could use his phone anytime, but I have no interest in, in using his since I have my own. LOL. <laughs> Also, did I mention my Instagram algorithms are all out of whack? That's brutal. So my question is, do I have a right to feel weird about him using my phone so often? How else would you approach the conversation if he already showed signs of defensiveness? Thanks for reading. Love you both. This is a tough one because it is, it is. I mean, not to bring COVID into everything, but this is how people argue with COVID stuff. They take, you know, the the moral, the morally right thing to say is what he's saying. What do you have to hide? I don't even think that's morally right, though. I think that's like everyone's entitled to privacy. I agree with you. Yeah. But when I even underlined a line, she fucked herself. 
No, but I agree with you. Everyone's right. Really, but I think when you say like, you, you know, if you're in a healthy relationship and you go, well, fo-, when she wrote, when she said, I personally feel that phone is a private thing. You sound like you have something to hide, even though you may not. I, I think she's right. But the way it's being worded is where he's winning. Because she's saying that like the phone should be private. Well, I don't see why he, why is he winning in that? He's winning because she's writing to us. So she yeah. feels a little bit weird because he's putting her in a position to feel weird. He's saying, you know, um, he got defensive. Why would I feel weird about it if I don't have anything to hide? You know, it becomes that. And it's like, no, dude, you're wrong. You right. know, like I, I also after work, that's when you use your phone. Right. That's you when you your zone own out. Phone. Yeah, that's right. when you want your own phone. I would phone. not be sharing my phone nightly with someone who wanted to be like, that's my, get off. Yeah. And he's <laughs> making his problem your problem. You said he has social anxiety. I and understand. Why, if he's on social anxiety, why is it better to have social anxiety on your phone than his phone? I guess he's saying, <laughs> well, I guess it's like, you know, it's like keeping, you know, food in the, a locked cabinet so you don't eat late at night. Like right, he's but, making it everyone's issue. Yeah, I totally agree that he, I mean, I have a very topical, I guess, analogy. Mm. So um, in our bedroom, the, our Amazon, we have like an Amazon TV. Mm. And somehow it's it's connected. To, I've logged in through my account, mm. and so recently the screensaver of our Amazon TV has randomly decided to just choose random photos for my uh, for my camera roll and just post them on the TV whenever it's in like screensaver mode. It's Do you horrible. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I come. Uh, Mike is actually he he meant he usually watches like. If, one of on Sundays or something, he'll watch like football in one room and I'll mm. watch something else in the other room. So he's like, yeah, you've got like, I'm just watching TV and all of a sudden like there's random pictures of you popping up. I'm like, I don't like that at no. all. I don't want like my phone picking random camera roll pictures. If I don't know over the, over the past 10 years, I don't know what I have screenshotted. Absolutely. Yeah, there. No, maybe your first text to him. Maybe. Yeah. You know, or like, someone else. Or I mean, someone else. I, you know or, what I mean? Yo, it's yeah. like Facebook memories. No one asked for this shit. Right. I was like, I don't want you use a phone just select randomly selecting what photo he's going to be watching in the, in the room. And he was, I mean, just I, randomly selecting how you're going to feel that day. Right? That's really what they're doing. Exactly. Um, but I have to figure out how to disable that. But he was like, yeah, I wouldn't like that at all either for mm. myself. Like I can, I don't want you seeing any random, you know, screenshot that you've taken over the last 10 years. And I think there's a sense of, yeah, we can be, we can be not hiding anything, but also not wanting to show every single thing about, have access to every single thing in, in yeah. your life. I, you know, it's the difference between I have a, you know, I have a fucking wart on my ass and look at the ward on my ass. <laughs> right. You know, like we all know we're all searching shit. We all know we're on Instagram looking at people that we don't want to be looking at. You know, like you're getting curious and going. And also just like, you know, you see someone and you look at their friend and you look at a, and then you end up looking at their uh, picture of their engagement. And then you're looking at rings. Now your whole explore page is rings. Exactly. And it's like, even that is even more innocent than what I'm saying. You know, like let yeah. people have their a phone explore is like a, page. A phone you know? is like a diary. I really yeah. do think it's, it's, I mean, for her, it actually does sound like a diary. So yeah. she writes her <laughs> random thoughts and feelings. And I think that that is a, it's like saying like, why don't I want you to open my mail? It's like, yeah, I just don't. because it's my mail yeah. and it's because it's not, it's like my, it's, it's, I also just because want, you're in a relationship doesn't mean you can't have any independence of. Yeah. Of, I'm, I'm with you a thousand yeah. percent, but it just, I, I have the right to review how I am presented to you. Right. 
Exactly. And without lying, you know, and that's not lying. That's just going, hey, this is how I feel comfortable. I, I think it's a problem that he's like, you got nothing, something to hide. I think when he's doing that, he's trying to not be called out for his own social anxiety. He needs to see a professional if he can't, you know, like if you can't handle Facebook marketplace on your phone, <laughs> then maybe you got to like go talk to a professional and like take care of these social anxieties so that you're not like making it my issue too. Yeah, and I think that's a totally fair thing for her to say to him because, and if he doesn't understand that, then I don't think, I think he's like living in a fantasy land that, you know what I mean? That's, he's, he's not understanding the reality of- He's of trying life. not to understand it. To yeah. me, when someone says, um, what do you have to hide when you're just asking a simple question? They're trying to convince you out of looking where you're looking. Right. So th th that is what he is doing. He, he knows- it's weird to have someone else's phone for the night. Right. He's making, he's almost like gas lady. Almost it's like very a gas lady. It's like, why are yeah. you, why are you concerned? Like, like, oh, why don't you want to, he's making it her problem when really it's his problem. Yeah, it's his problem. And how would you bring it up to him? How do you? I'd say, listen, I have nothing to hide beyond, beyond the, um, the normal everyday personal privacy that every single person I believe is entitled to. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that you sort of taking my phone every night to do this is a, sort of an invasion is an invasion of my privacy. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable with it. And I, and so you have two choices. You can either like get those apps on your phone and I can understand why that might be tough for you. Or you could work on seeing someone and working through that so that it's not as big of an issue for you. Yeah. I think that's, you have to, you have to. I, and I totally agree with the way, the way you said that, because it's like, he is, this is his crutch. Using right. your phone as a crutch for, to get through it now, but it's not a long-term crutch. Can't use a crutch forever. Right. And to say that he's like above the idea that like, like you can, oh, you can look through all everything that I have on my phone. Like, I'm sure if she did that, she could find something that she didn't like. Yeah. And, and. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because this conversation is like the phone when even when she when I underlined it for a reason it's like the phone is a private thing. It's like you do sound bad. That's why she's writing in because it's like I want to be able to share my phone. I don't mind showing them my passcode. I don't right. mind go know, change the music on my phone like in, like in these are totally different things and right. they get meshed together and that's what he's doing. He's meshing them together. He's yeah. going Oh, someone's got someone to hide on the phone. No, you, I want you to use a phone like a fucking normal person. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. You ready? Okay. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Send in your red flag deal breakers. Send them in. I love that they're so real. Yes. Like, I, I love that these, these are, are like actual stories. emails coming in. You know what I mean? Hey, J and J. Anyways. <laughs> they just wrote, anyways, onto the red flag deal breaker. I like it. Okay. A few years ago, I went on a few dates with a guy that slid into my DMs after being friendly at the gym. Long story short, we went on a few casual Dates to get coffee. They were all casual in caps. Go walk his dogs and hook up at his place. Anyways, during the time we were hanging out, he went back east to visit family and was gone for about a month. My birthday fell in the middle of the month. He was gone and he took it upon himself to find out how to send me flowers from across the country. Look at everyone's like, <laughs> well, I, not everyone. Not our, I got a text room saying happy birthday. Make sure you are home tonight at 6 p.m. I was very confused, not knowing what to think was going to happen as we always met at neutral places and he didn't know where I lived. I guess one of his friends plays on the same hockey team as my older brother and my brother's best friend who is also our next door neighbor. He asked his friend to figure out where our neighbor lived and as everyone knew we were neighbors, he then figured out which house was mine. On my birthday, he scheduled a florist to send flowers to my house with a card saying, I love you. Mind blown emoji. I lived at home at the time and my parents were so confused. <laughs> Ooh, that hurts it. Ah, because they hadn't heard of this guy before because it was casual and it was super awkward conversation trying to explain that I was casually hooking up with this guy and why the hell he said I love you was beyond me. Anyways, I cut him off pretty quickly after Aww. this because I was a bit freaked out by the whole thing. But some of my friends think this is so amazing and romantic, she puts in quotes. I want to get your guys' opinion on the situation, see if I overreacted to the stalker vibes. Or if this guy just thought he was being sweet and going the extra mile like my friends thought. I love you guys. Thanks so much. If you read this, I hope it makes you guys laugh. What do you think? Okay, I think if it didn't have the I love you, yes, it would be sweet. Yeah. Like, I think that's very cute. They went on a, she calls them, also, what's casual? Casual to one person is not casual to another. She said casual dates, they got coffee, they walked his dogs, they hooked up at his place. So I could see how the same person would interpret those as not casual, as like real dates. Especially the person who pursued you. He DM'd you. He saw you at the gym. He caught you. Yeah. You, the animal. (laughs) He's into you. And I think that like, that would be a cute, if she was into him, that would be a cute thing that he figured out her address and sent her. He didn't show up like surprised. I think it's like a, but the I love you thing. Yeah, I love you like, too much. Especially much. the parents' house. He has to understand yeah. there's no awareness in this. I agree with, with, if it didn't say I love you, I think it would be fine. And if she wasn't into it, it's fine. She was not into it. That would be like her sign that she's not into it. Totally agree. But the I love you part is really, I think the like kind of creepy part. Let me change it. Okay. Okay. What if it was flowers and it just said love name i would be like a little it'd be more on the fence on the the fence i love you because i was thinking i was like the i i love you is like that's holy fuck a gesture (laughs) that's what i'm saying yeah love jared 
Like yeah, I do that to my fine. grandma, yeah. aunts, uncles. I write that on you know, like a wedding card. Wedding to card, someone. yeah, yeah yes. whatever. That that I'm okay. With. Yeah, it's I love you. Yeah, that is weird. Um, after a few, she says a few dates, so I think that is weird. But the the address thing, it's like you could find anyone. I could find someone's address by googling them online. I could find out where they live. That's not that big of a especially because they have friends of friends and they know the neighbor. Like they seem yeah. like they're an entrenched group. So it's not like he's just random guy at the gym. He knows the brother. They've talked right. about this before. I thought it was weird in the beginning. I was like, they're just going on walks and hooking up. And now that she lives at home, I go, okay, that makes sense. They're just getting out. But right. then he knows you live at home. Like he should know that that would be weird. That you have to answer to parents and like. You're not just picking up flowers at your apartment with the doorman. Right. Um, yeah, the 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 card is really like the deal breaker for me. But otherwise, I it, if I was into someone and they did that, I agree. I think it yeah. was like sweet. I'd be so excited probably if I got on three good dates with someone and they sent me a, a nice, they sent me flowers on my birthday because they were out of town. I'd be like, oh, wow, they're really into me. They're, they're down. Nice. They're, yeah. they're, they're playing playing with me here. I I... It is interesting. This podcast exists because of those friends. Those friends are sitting there like, it's sweet and make you question yourself. It's like, no, it's not fucking sweet. He didn't even think of how this could be bad with my family. The what you write, I love you. He doesn't even know me. Yeah. Like, three dates. Is it's like a little much. I agree. Let's do another. Hi, Jay and Jay. I love the podcast and y'all so much. My friends and I discuss the latest you up at, at the brunch table every week. My red flag or deal breaker. He agrees to a first date on his birthday. Context. <laughs> We met on an app, chatted, and he asked to get ice cream. I couldn't do the day he asked about, so I suggested a different day, and he agreed. In my pre-date internet sleuthing, I discovered that our upcoming date is on his birthday. Since the date will be in the afternoon, I don't find it weird, but some of my friends think it is. Can't wait to hear what you say. Birthday betch. Not weird. Not weird. Not weird. Would you go on a date on your birthday? Yeah. The worst day of the year? <laughs> Got nothing better to do. <laughs> I can't believe someone would leave the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I don't well because of the way it happened. Men in an app chatted. He has to go to ice cream. I couldn't do the day he asked, so I suggested every day. He goes sure. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's not like he suggested that day originally. Too. Yeah, that's it's, he did, it's way less weird. Also, it's not his twenty first birthday. What, like, what birthday is it? I don't know. I'm Should just saying. saying. I'm I'm get like let's let's look like what birthday would it be weird. If it was yeah. his 40th birthday, you'd be like, okay, like, I wish you had some, like, friends to celebrate some, like, this Right, yeah, milestone. some plans, yeah. But, like, I, birthdays as you get older, I think, are not as, especially if it's an afternoon date, too. It's like, he's got, like, you know what I mean? I have no respect he's for dudes who care day. about their birthday. At all. At all. <laughs> I know a few of them. I, I mean, I'm friends with some of them, but, like, I don't, it's just not a dude. Like, to me, I know this sounds bad, but, like, it's just, like, What's I guess, wrong with you, dude? Come on, fucking get it together. Maybe gotta, that's a female thing, though, because I guess for me, if I was like the idea of spending, if it's a first date, the idea of spending my birthday with like a bad date would be like a little, if it didn't go well, would be like a little depressing to me. Yeah, it wouldn't even move me. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Like, I and that makes sense. Like, just like pressure wise, your parents are checking in. What are you doing on your birthday? And they're like, I'm going on a first date. They're like, who is it? It must be special. Right. Like that wouldn't come from my end. You know, I think if it this, like we're talking about, we were talking about Valentine's Day last week, like the stakes of this yes. seem like higher for a bad date, especially I can, putting myself in a female position. But if you're saying a guy, a guy, it's different. I could see that too. Totally. Guy who loves his birthday. Get out of here. <laughs> loser. <Fucking> loser. <laughs> I, I just, I, that's just how I feel. I know a few, I, listen, I'm friends with a few people that like, it, it's like a yearly, like, 
Aye. Right. Guys are much less into like the birth month planning. The week in if I met a so. dude who was like, <laughs> it's February. Guess what? It's birthday birth season. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, guess what? Never speaking to you again. <laughs> Okay, very, very different, I think. Yeah. That's a very gendered answer. I think so. Okay. All right, let's do one more. All right. Hey, J&J, red flag or deal breaker? He replaces the word now with meow <laughs> in every single sentence, as in, want to come back to my place, meow? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? Context, my friend went on a date with a guy who did this. She said he didn't miss a single replacement the entire time. When she called him out on it, he said with a completely straight face that it was because he was really excited to be adopting a cat soon and wanted to get in character. So he's going to be speaking cat? I mean, (laughs) somehow this didn't bother enough to end it. And there's going out again. Much to the delight of our group chat. Signed, giving me the ick right meow. <laughs> it would totally depend on like how it was done. If it was like a j- running joke and now we're like an inside joke and it's kind of funny. Okay. might be funny. But like if it was for real, if it was actually him getting in. Ca- first of all, he's getting a cat. So I might be out there. Mm. But if we could get past that and it was a joke. It was like so. Let me let me change this up. He doesn't do it in person, but he does it over text. Every text is we going yeah, out. What I'm yeah, no, but if he, it sounds like he's doing this in person too. Oh, he said it with a completely straight face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, because I but can't. It, I can't have him doing that in front of my friends. Yeah. Although she's already told the group chat. <laughs> Are you ready to go, meow? I a girl does this. It's gonna be. A no for me, dog. What if it was just twice? If it was over text and there were like their text thing, I could get in it. I, I <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know what if would I you can rather? deal. Uh, um, what do you think is worse? The guy who says meow or the guy who's obsessed with his birthday? The birthday. Birthday guy. Because okay. you're making everyone else your problem. This is his problem. This is, <laughs> you know, like the meow guy. Like, yeah, he's fucking meow guy. People can choose to... I, I don't no, know. Sometimes I like I hear that email and I'm like, this guy is out there. I'm like, sure. like he like, probably <laughs> thinks it's so funny. It sounds this is like the like the dad joke guy. Do you know what I mean? He think he's leaning into his dad jokes. It, it I know, and it shows you like, it, you know, we have a very female listenership for this podcast, and it shows you like how confident so many dudes are. They take no interest in hearing, "Am I doing dating right?" <laughs> Like, I was watching The Bachelor, and Clayton is The Bachelor. And I was, he was on a one-on-one date, and he goes, he made this huge dramatic moment. And he's like a good-looking, big dude, played professional football, medical sales, got a job from, you know, outside of St. Louis. And he's on this date, and he thinks he's the man. He's The Bachelor. Like, right? Like, The Bachelor's supposed to be like, this guy is a catch. You want to get this guy. And he's on the date and he looks at the woman on the one-on-one. This is, and now this will be a couple weeks ago. So I don't know what he's done. Since. This is okay. What, this is the, what's the bachelor's name again? Clayton. Okay. I thought you were talking about Colton. I was like, it's very confusing. Okay, I've, yeah. I've switched up the names a lot. Okay. I've had to delete many an Instagram story because of that mistake. Now, so, now the story, I have a lot, much less smaller rebuttal than okay. no, no, no. Colton was a different story. Yeah, okay. You know, now looking back, but, um, Clayton is this big hunk of a dude who you can tell he's a confident guy who, okay. 
So he's on this date and he he makes this big moment. He goes, I gotta ask you something. And she's like, what? And the music gets weird and he goes, I just gotta ask you a really serious question. He goes, how is it someone like you is here on this show? And it's like, how are you still single is basically what he's right, asking. Yeah. And you go, dude, you don't know that's a bad question. Right. You don't know that people- It's like the app gen- question. It's the app, yeah. Right. It's, it's how are you on this app? How yeah. are you still single? How are you? And I know it from this podcast, just the emails. And so I, I guess right. I, I would like to think I would know without needing this podcast. But I heard that and I'm like, dude, you're the catch. You don't even know that's an, some people right. take that yeah. offensively. Why are you such a loser that you've agreed to be on this reality <laughs> TV dating show? Hey, Clayton, you're on the show fucking too. Right. That's the weird part. Yeah. It's like, why are you here? Why are you here? And, and it's like, the and the woman on the date, she's like, oh, I thought you were going to ask something serious. She's like, well, you know, dating is hard. Like, she like didn't care. But I was like, I couldn't believe, like, when I hear the meow guy and, I, you know, I got to have a birthday month guy. And you go, ha. Huh? Come on, man. Like, are you that confident that you don't listen to anyone? Perhaps. I think there's a lot of people out there. It's crazy. There's a lot of people. Yeah. But I think we did solve dating. Finally. For some. Some people are still asking, how are you still single? (laughs) Yeah. How how meow are you still single? (laughs) Like, if I were, I'd be like, ah, I was just fucking a bunch of dudes. (laughs) I don't know. Just, That'd be a really. She'd probably she'd get on Paradise. That's for sure. Oh my god, she'd she would cast. own. She would get a, a hundred thousand Instagram followers would just fall in her. That's lap. how you would do it, right? If you were on the show. If a woman asked me if I was on the show and she was like, "How are you still single?" I'd be like, "I've just been out here fucking." <laughs> is going, that not? Is that not what's going on here? Licking every pussy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> just get real fucking dirty. Just beep. They have to beep out the hole. Love it. We I did. Mean, it. I hope we solved I it. I hope that happens one um, day. Yes, one day. Anyway, well, thank you guys for listening. We will be back on Sunday, um, the day before the worst day of the year for your Sunday special. <laughs> Finally, it comes again. <laughs> you up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.